this is Genoa. This is Yusuf. And this is In Flight Entertainment. Yes, and uh, I think we're on uh, the heels of the Oscars, the big night. Uh, So we're going to hit you with one more uh, Oscar-nominated film uh, by... Is he, is he a sir at this point? Kenneth Branagh or no? He is not a sir yet. Okay. I forget how that um, works. <laughs> I, I, well, you have to be knighted by the queen. Um, so I, I imagine it will happen one day <laughs> between all this Shakespeare stuff and, and um, like the fact that he's been nominated for eight Oscars and he's won 56 other things, 56 other awards. I mean, his, his portfolio is quite big. Yeah. And you haven't gotten, haven't gotten knighted yet. Good Lord, queen. What's up? Like how much the man needs to do to impress you? Yeah. I mean, between, He's written nine things. He's directed maybe like 20 different movies. Um, and he's starred in too many for me to count right now. Yeah. Oh, 70, 74 things. Wow. All right. Uh, yeah. And now uh, he's nominated for his uh, movie, Belfast. Yep, both um, he's up for best original screenplay for Belfast and uh, best motion picture of the year and best achievement in directing. Oh, right on. Okay, yeah, big achievement. He came a long way from. Uh, I mean, he directed movies before this movie that I'm about to speak of, but he's he come a long way from the first door. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he started doing Shakespeare, Henry V, um, Much Ado About Nothing, which Much Ado About Nothing, his, his movie is, is fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He also mm-hmm. did like Hamlet and Mid- Midwinter's Tale. I mean, I feel like he also got his start doing Shakespeare plays, um, mm-hmm. but maybe it's just my perception of him. I mean, like, I hate to be like to drop the stereotypical statement, but I assume like if you an actor that comes from the UK or Britain, uh, like like by default, you are in like Shakespearean theater. You came out of that in plays. I mean, I, I, I know, I know, I'm making a blanket statement of all the British actors, but. <laughs> But that's all I thought. Like, okay, I thought, like, hey, you know, it's, it's supposed to go Shakespeare. It's supposed to be in, like, Shakespearean theater for a little bit before they take you seriously. Right. So, so yes, at 23, he joined the Royal Shakespeare Company, where he took on the starring roles of Henry V and Romeo and Juliet. Um, um, and if, if anyone ever goes to England, highly suggest checking out... Um, the Royal Shakespeare Theater um, yeah. or company. I've, I've, I think I've seen five different plays there. Nice. Uh, all, yeah. all, all, uh, we're good. All what? All were, you know, good quality Shakespeare. Oh, okay. 
Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> right on. Okay. So with this film, um, stars uh, a young Jude Hill as our protagonist. Not our protagonist, but I made the main character that we're kind of seeing the story through. Uh, the kid. Uh, and then we have uh, how you pronounce my Catriona? Catriona? Catriona. Hey, sorry, yeah. I butchered that name. Every Irish person uh, listening to us is just cracking up. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's probably Katrina. Um, yeah. I go with that. We'll go Katrina Balfi. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> plays the mother. Uh, Jamie Dornan plays the father. Um, Louis McCaskey plays Will. Mm-hmm. Judy Ditch plays Granny, and uh, Syrian Hines plays Pop. Yes, most definitely. Uh, so, actually, it's a very. It's, I really like the opening of this movie, where it, it 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 has a lot of just opening shots. I guess modern day uh, Belfast. You know, you're seeing like a lot of aerial shots of you know the city, things like that, and kind of like the like the wall murals and things of that nature. It's in color. Uh, and then at a certain shot, the camera kind of pans over this wall and we're visually white from color to black and white. And I think the date is what, 1969 or August 1969 is something like that. It shows uh, before we actually yeah. go into the movie. Yeah, which is kind of funny because there's another movie up for Best Oscar that also starts in the late 60s. Um, which is uh, House of Gucci. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, this is definitely a more, uh, like a more sweeter, like, yeah, kind of intimate story, more innocent. <laughs> yeah, well, I, this one isn't, doesn't take place over a couple of decades. It, it's really like, it's one, it's the film is actually based on, tr- uh, real life events from Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh's childhood. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's sort of like his last year in Belfast before his family moves to the UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So buddy, uh, like I said, the, the young lad uh, that we're watching throughout the movie, you know, we see his relationship with, you know, it's just his, his grandparents and his parents and his brother and kind of the dynamic within this small community because they were cat, but it cat because there was like there. Well, I forget at that time it was some some beef or some some bad blood <laughs> going on. <laughs> yeah, so so Kenneth Branagh's family it was Protestant, Protestants, which right. which basically is sort of like the. Um, Uh, uh, you mute. You mute it out. I don't hear you. I don't hear you. Hello. Can you? Hear me? Uh, yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah. So, so the Protestants, uh, I believe, are the like the Church of England type of thing, and the Catholics are are the folks in Ireland that were being kicked out um, or being 
persecuted by the by the majority. Um, and so the family that we're really following are the pro- is, is a Protestant family, and um, they are being encouraged by other folks of their faith to attack and discriminate against the Catholics. And I, yeah, so if I, I know you have a religion, me, this, like the opening, after we see the beautiful opening scene where we see modern day and then jump to the past, you see all these kids playing on the street and all of a sudden they're being attacked. Uh, the first thought in my mind was, ugh, fucking religion. It has just done so much evil and horrible things to people. Like, let people have their own beliefs and own thoughts. And if it's not harming you, who gives a fuck? I, I totally agree with that. I mean, I 100%. Yeah, I mean, actually, that's kind of what the concept of Faith's supposed to be like live and let live, like hey, you know, <laughs> love thy neighbor, all that. It's a lot of contradictions going on with people that claim their religion. <laughs> right. And, and, and which you, after at, at the very end of the movie, you see Paul, who's played by Jamie Dorian. Um, his son asks him if if he thinks he has a future with a young girl and Jude buddy uh, says, but she's Catholic and pause just like, you know what, if she's good, if she loves you, if she's kind, uh, it doesn't matter what religion she is. And I just, I was like, yes, finally, like some nice warm <laughs> thoughts Let here. Be- all yeah. the drama. The two exactly. religions. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and that's kind of like what drives the point home. <laughs> like, yeah, it's all about is that person good to you? It doesn't matter. Well, I mean, of course, like, I'm living proof of that. Yeah, it doesn't matter what. <laughs> yeah, like, loads of person good to you, that's all that matters. Um, yeah. And okay, I have to point out, I, I'm, I, let me see if I can pronounce. This person's name. He's the cinematographer of this film. His name is Harris Zem- Zemberlaukos. That sounds Greek. Um, oh, Cyprus. He was born in Cyprus. Uh, 1970. Uh, now, the reason why I'm pointing him out and kind of giving him some flowers is because this to me is one of the most beautifully shot films that I've seen in a while. Like it's it's very minimal. Like there's nothing sweeping anything about the camera work, but how the shots were composed, like it almost looked like just black and white paintings, how the actors were in, like in certain places in the foreground and the background, especially when they're in the house, like how the sunlight kind of hits the wall behind a certain character. I was like, wow, this is beautiful. <laughs> um, well, yeah. And the way it was shot, it makes you feel like you're sitting in the room with them. Yes. So it's an intimate story. And then it's shot in such a way that you feel like you're a part of the story, even though it is even though you're watching it. 
Right. Um, and the majority of the film is in black and white, but the use of color. So you have color at the beginning to represent modern times, color at the end to represent modern times. But there's a scene right in the middle of it where they're at the movies. Um, I think they're watching uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yes. Yeah. In the grandma's glasses, there's a reflection of color. And I was just like, oh, like yeah. that was such a beautiful scene. Yeah. The cinematography is just. Yeah. I, I don't know why he wasn't nominated. Oh, he, oh, really? Oh, that sucks. Yeah. If, if anything, he should have. This movie should have got nominated for like so tired. I mean, yeah, I know. You know, like the camera work is not mind blowing, but just what he did and just the decisions, like you were saying, like in a movie theater, just the use of that. I mean, that's some meticulous visual conceptual shit there. You know? uh, yeah, especially in the midst of just having black and white. And also, you know, there were a lot of scenes where Buddy was like kind of eavesdropping or overhearing the parents kind of arguing and having disagreements, things like that. Like how it was shot from his. POV to maybe like the his parents' room, but you don't really see like what's going on in the road. You hear the parents more so than see them. So it kind of maintained that distance visually. So you still kind of in the POV of, you know, the kid that we're kind of following through the story. And I thought like though all those visual decisions just to keep you in the shoes of the youngest of the family was really yeah, it was really good. I, I thought it was great. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and, um, and of course, like, uh, so I have to look this up, like, you know, because the movie don't really go into like what was happening, why it was happening, the whole like uh, riots of 69 there. Um, and which I really like because, you know, sometimes like you have like a like a paragraph long title card of like it's the year 1969. The product is, you know, it'd be like one of those kind of things just to kind of let you know what's happening. And then you go into the movie. Right. But the, the movie is not necessarily about that conflict. Exactly. The movie is a family dealing with there's turmoil going on in their, in their neighborhood that they've lived all their life, that their entire families have lived, that how do we, how do we continue with our family in a safe environment? Um, when there's no job opportunities here and the, and the neighborhood is attacking each other. Uh I I don't feel like, I don't feel like you needed that information, but for the curious people out there, um, what what did you learn? Because I didn't go look that up. I mean, well, I just went to <laughs> uh, good old Wikipedia. Um, let's see. So, yeah, pretty much it was the Protestant loyalists attacking homes of Catholic, uh, homes of Catholics, pretty much. I mean, it's not really, they didn't really give a rhyme or reason. Of course, like you were saying, religion, I guess, you know, like, oh, we don't want these cows in, so therefore get out. I mean, story holds this time. Um, but yeah, that's the thing, like, what it, when you're hearing kind of the conversations in the house, 
and what they're, you know, kind of what the riders were yelling outside, like, oh, get out, stay, this is your final warning type thing, you know. Like you're saying, it wasn't like laid out, but like I have to like look into like, okay, so what happened that year? Like, like who was beefing with who? And uh, so, yeah, like, yeah, and so the process wasn't digging the Catholics over in Belfast. And I think what was really yeah. interesting. Huh? It was called the Troubles, mm-hmm. uh, and they lasted 33 years. You know, I, I feel like there's a Harrison Ford movie um, where he takes out an IRA um, assassin. <sighs> was this in the 90s? Yeah. Oh, was that the one with him and Brad Pitt? Nope, before oh. that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, 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 was it one of those Tom Clint? Was it Clear Prince of Danger? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, there we go. All right. I was like, I know it was, yeah, yeah. And Sean Bean was the one that you had to take out. Yeah. All right. So basically, like, because the Irish, um, Are, were were Catholic and wanting their independence from Britain, um, the the um, the and the pro-British or the Protestants were ma- majority of the population in Northern Ireland. Um, it just it came down to uh the irish there were that they identified as Catholics wanted their independence. The Protestants wanted to stay with. The British, nice. and so so it's like a combination of, you know, the colonizers trying to keep folks under their thumb, and um, the Catholics, Irish, wanted the, wanting their independence. Mm-hmm. So it's it was a combination of religion, um, but also trying to really not be ruled by colonizers. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. The worst day you want. You know, I, don't know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and if you think about it, it goes back even further to uh, Queen Elizabeth's father, Henry VIII, who left the Catholic Church so that he could divorce his first wife to mm. marry another woman and ultimately have what he had six wives. Yeah, right about, <laughs> so, right about. So all of the Protestant versus Catholic drama really started way back then. Like, like I said, tales old as time. <laughs> oh Lord, yeah. So, so, but pretty much, uh, you know, Buddy and his family, they, you know, started their transition out of Belfast, and uh, they started a new life elsewhere. <laughs> uh, you know, that's pretty much how the, the movie kind of wraps up. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, like I said, you know, yeah, it's you know very, yeah, you know, it's family friendly. You know, it's definitely you know nothing gory, anything like that. I mean, the the whole beginning kind of riot thing. I mean, that could be like a little jarring at first because it, it it start the movie starts off so kind of oh, that nice little music at the beginning, stuff like that, and. You know, then it goes to the neighborhood and everyone's kind of greeting everyone. Hey, hi. And all of a sudden, <laughs> we had the rioters running down the street and beating up people and smashing cars. Oh, shit. 
yeah, but that's the thing. Man. Like you kind of see it through as a buddy because it's like buddy is a kid. He had this little trash can and his little stick. He had a sword and shield. Like he's still maintaining his innocence as a child, but this, like the stupidity of adults <laughs> just crashes in on his community, you know, and him like being a kid. But unfortunately. Oh, like an airplane. The air, airplane? Yeah. You see, I had a rumblings, but anyway. Okay, so going. All right, so what we're gonna do is this is awards. We're gonna give our our ratings, and then we're gonna break down the nominations, and then we're gonna give our thoughts on. Um, you know, if this movie is worthy of the nomination it re- is receiving. Um, right. So our rating goes as follows. Uh, Ass on the Couch. It's a good, it's a good movie. You know, you enjoy it. Um, putting shoes on or working while you watch <laughs> or doing taxes while you watch. You're into it and not really into it. It's kind of middle of the road. It's meh. Uh, and ultimately, the worst of the worst is go outside. I'd rather go outside and get sneezed on by people that have the Omicron and variants before I stay here and watch this movie. Now, what'd you get? Um, I mean, it's definitely sit on the sofa for me. It's It reminds me of the things that you might see if you were going to Broadway. Um, it's just, it's a nice family story um beautifully written beautifully directed um yeah i feel like it's it's definitely something that everyone in the family can enjoy yeah yeah i mean it's definitely solid performances uh like i said i'm i definitely had to wax the cinematographer's car you know because it's definitely beautifully shot as, uh, yeah, definitely, you know, butt on the couch. So two butts down. And also, it's not even that long. It's probably like an hour and maybe 35, 36 minutes or something like that. Like, it's, it's not a very yeah. long movie. So, yeah, it's, it's short and sweet. Yeah. It yeah. gets to the places it needs to go. So, yeah. Exactly. It's a nice, tight story. It doesn't need to uh, go on and on and on. Uh, you did mention that Kenneth Branagh uh, directed Thor, which, you know, the young, the young buddy who's supposed to represent Kenneth as a child uh, is reading the Thor comic in one scene. And so that was sort of a nice, like, yeah. <laughs> a Kenneth Branagh Easter egg. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. So, the things it was nominated for, starting with Best Supporting Actor uh, for Syrian Hines. Mm-hmm. We both agreed when we uh, were reviewing Being the Ricardos that we thought J.K. Simmons would win for it. I still I still feel like J.K. Simmons should win for Best yeah. Support. Yeah, no, it haven't changed on J.K. Yeah. Still, I'm yeah. still, still on board. I'm still on the J.K. train. Yeah. Uh, the next thing it's up for is best uh, actress in a supporting role here for Judy Dench. 
Um, I don't think I don't. We we really haven't. We the only other movie we've reviewed that had a supporting actress was Power of the Dog with Kirsten Dunst. Uh, and you know how I feel about that. <laughs> Wait a minute. Who's the other? Uh, who are the others? Uh, Jesse Buckley for The Lost Daughter. Ariana DeVoice for West Side Story. Oh, yeah. Okay. She got it. She got it. She got it. Aaron, yeah, oh. DeVoice. I'm on a DeVoice train to a fall though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. The next is directing for uh, Kenneth Branagh. He's up against Drive My Car, Licorice Pizza, Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Yeah, I mean it's a great movie. I mean Belfast is definitely a great movie, um, but I don't know. I just don't. I just don't see no one. Okay, the upset will probably okay. Kenneth Brown would be a good would be a uh, would be a good surprise slash upset. I wouldn't be mad, but I don't know, man. I, I think I think I think I think Spielberg's gonna grab it. I think he got this. Yeah. So I mean, like I said, if, but Brown is a good dark horse. I mean, he's a good dark horse out of them all. You don't, you don't think uh, Drive My Car will win? Mm-mm. No, it was a good movie, okay. but I, had, I don't think, I don't think it's direct now. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, it's up for music original song. It's up against uh, Be Alive from King Richard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dos Orguitas from Encanto, Down to Joy f- for Belfast, um, No Time to Die from No Time to Die, <laughs> uh, and Somehow You Do from Four Good Days. I mean, isn't, isn't Encanto going to win all the music? I actually music? think Encanto is going to win that. Yeah, yeah, they're going to win all the music. <laughs> Uh, Best Picture, Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Yeah. Like I said, Belfast is a dark horse. I mean, I, I mean, I, but the reality is, I don't think, I don't think it's going to give Best Picture. Um, I'm I'm gonna say either, I mean I, okay. Power of the dog may get it for some reason, but <laughs> I mean I wouldn't be mad. I think Coda might squeeze out. I think I think Coda might squeeze out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the last thing it's up for is sound. So it's up against Dune, No Time to Die, Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. I bet West Side Story wins sound. Yeah, either that or Dune. It depends. Yeah, that's so that's so weird. It's like Dune is very like sci-fi kind of. Yeah, yeah. And West Side Story is like it's very it's musical. It's like the sound of like <laughs> musicals. Like, I don't know. I think Dune. I'm thinking Dune might win because. They usually give sci-fi's kind of because there's so much shit in sound with Dune. I mean, with sci-fi movies, um, that they have to mix and otherworldly stuff. They have to, 
Yeah, I, I think the, the one thing that Belfast may win is uh, writing for original screenplay. Who's it up against? Uh, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and The Worst Person in the World. I still haven't seen Worst Person in the World. Um, yeah, Belfast might pull that off. Yeah. 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 Either, either that or Licorice. One of the two. I think I think the Academy might lean towards either Belfast or Licorice. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, I, I think we reviewed most of, uh, not related to Belfast, just side note. <laughs> I think we reviewed most of the films up for animated feature film. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only, well, we didn't review Encanto or Flea, but we reviewed Luca, Mitchell's versus the Machines. Did we review Raya and the Last Dragon, or I just have that in my mind that we reviewed it? It feels like we did. All okay. right, we got to go into the archives. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but have you seen all of those? I didn't see Flea. I seen, oh, yeah, I've seen, yeah, I, I seen, seen all the other ones. Then, yeah, I haven't seen Flea, but I do feel like, I think it's, I think it's between Luca and the Mitchells. No, you don't think you think you don't think Encanto gonna get it? No. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I, I said I would be mad if Mitchell were because I you know, I think was it the is, is it Lord Miller that did Mitchell versus Machines? I forgot, but uh, yeah, so, yeah, you're right. I'm with you. It's gonna be one of the two. Yeah, so Flea tells the extraordinary true story of a man on the verge of marriage, which compels him to reveal, reveal his hidden past for the first time. Oh, that seems Wait, too... Whoa, 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 whoa. This is an animated movie? Yeah. This is like a Japanese anime. That all sound like American themed family <laughs> movie. Uh, sound like some yeah, foreign I, animated I, stuff. Yeah, it looks like just from like the the screen grabs it looks like it might be targeted towards adults not necessarily that it just happens to be done in animation gotcha okay i'm like okay. wow it's like that's not a pic that don't sound like a pixar story <laughs> uh, but yeah i still i feel like Luca probably, in my mind, is probably more likely to win because it gives you such. Well, because the main character is a guy, whereas the Mitch, the main character is a girl, and I know that's sort of sexist of me to say, but I think I think for that reason alone, it probably has a better chance of winning. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And like I said, unfortunately, you might be onto something. <laughs> yeah, we guys are there, but yeah, we'll see what happens on was it March twenty March twenty seventh? I think that's the yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, next Sunday. Yeah, yep, and uh, yeah, this yeah this Sunday, yes, yeah, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, we will uh. And we will debrief after uh, all of the wins and see if our predictions <laughs> came out right or wrong. Let's see. It's anyone's game. 
It is. <laughs> All right, guys. There you have it. Belfast. Is this? Is this? This is streaming somewhere, right? Or you have to rent it. Uh, you can rent it on Amazon, uh, and I think iTunes. But it's only it's like six dollars to rent. Okay. Yeah, definitely, definitely check it out. Um, we suggest it. Yeah, we recommend it. So you can watch it. <laughs> All right. Until uh, next recording, we will wish everyone safe physical distancing and. I know you don't have to wear them. Maybe just keep wearing them because there's a new variant on its way. <laughs> yes. Please, guys. Like, we are, we are, we're almost dipping this in the bud, so let's, let's, let's do it right, everybody. Peace.